Hey everybody, Todd here, and welcome back to another Wellness Talks Brief. Now, I'm revisiting one of my older videos made back in 2017. A little bit of an update and an important reminder. First, to all the viewers that are watching this, and second, this particular topic comes up so often every single week in every single session that I thought I'd just take another closer look at. What is the job of the thinking mind? What is the function of our thinking process? So be sure to stick around as I walk through this very important topic. And of course, as always, if you like what you see here, be sure to give me a thumbs up and subscribe if you want further notifications from me. So quite plainly put, the number one job of the thinking mind, the number one job of the mind, is in keeping us alive. That's it. And it does this by solving problems. And if you got, jump back 100,000 years ago, it was about food, shelter, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Now we don't live 100,000 years ago. We have a lot of resources that are available to us. Thanks, thinking mind. I mean, think about it. It was actually the thinking mind solving problems which has gotten us to where we are today. Better medicine, better food reliability, water, better homes, better ways to get from one place to the other. Walking, horses, cars, trains, airplanes. Amazing what the thinking mind can do for us. But we have to be careful because this thinking mind will come up with a strategy. If we step back and really look at what's going on there, there's a situation and the observing mind, the mind that's present, starts paying attention to what's going on around us. And eventually we're able to fail our way through a series of mistakes. And from those mistakes, we formulate a rule a way of proceeding, a pattern, a behavior. And once we've figured that out, that becomes the rule. And then the thinking mind kicks in and does its job. Oh, we're, we're straying from this. We need to do that. We need to get this in order in order to have that. We got people coming over this weekend. I have to go to the grocery store and get this, 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 and this. It's best to make a list. Don't forget your bag, whatever it might be. And so it appears to us that we're thinking about all these things, but really, if we go back to that beginning component, we were open and we were curious and we had a direction that we wanted to go. And we saw the particular patterns and the thinking mind is very good at seeing patterns. And it relates one thing to another thing and then it connects them for us. It happens so fast that we don't even notice that it's happening. But this can get out of control. The thinking mind if the rule, if we, try, if we try to adhere to the rule too rigidly, too strictly, then we say, no, it has to be done this way. And if we start to deviate from that, we start to get all kinds of sensations in our body. We start to get bad feelings about things. I've got a bad gut feeling. I don't think this is gonna work. All of these things start to make sure that we stay on course for something that in the right context, in the right situation, did work. Problem is, is that 
this situation, while it may look like the initial situation, isn't the same situation at all. And what we're doing, if we adhere to it too rigidly, we get stuck. Which is what this is all about. Is if we can understand this basic underlying process of thinking, or minding, if you will, if we can recognize that this is what's happening and that we're really hoping that the formula that we've come up with will work because it's always worked. Why wouldn't it work now? This is what starts to get us into trouble. So this is where having an ability to be present in this moment, to be aware of what's happening right now. Understand the context that we're in. Understand how the mind actually work. All the awareness skills. And then stepping off to the side and being more open. Recognizing that there is a certain sensation that I'm having in response to a rule. Accepting that this situation is not like this other situation. And then committing to a value, coming up with an action. And that just might be simply accepting that there's not much I can do about the situation and being flexible and going with it. Having a backup plan for my backup plan for my backup plan. So, again, the number one job of the mind is to solve problems and to keep you alive. This is an unconscious process constantly running in the background. It's almost like your own personal radio station giving you a list of all the steps that you have discovered along your life path along the way that typically if we don't deviate too much from that path give us the types of results that we want help us to develop a meaningful life but recognizing that when this is taken too far when we are not present we can get wrapped up in that rule that rule that we may have created when we were five and now we're 50. you can see how this rule may not actually work very well what i did when i was five isn't going to equate very well to when I'm 50, and yet we try it all the time. So understanding this component, understanding that the thinking mind is a process that we rely on, and I'm very happy that it's there, but if we over-rely on that, we get ourselves into trouble. There's a lot of emotional discord, distress, anxiety, and it's not necessary, at least not all of it. So keep that in mind. When you find that you're trying to solve a problem, especially a problem that can't be solved right now, it's best to just hold it lightly, accept it. Remember that this is the mind doing its job. Thank the mind. Thanks, mind, for doing this for me, for keeping an eye out for me. Focus on what matters and commit. Hope you found something useful here. And until the next time, may you be well.